0: Hello and welcome to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio. Researched and written in Indianapolis by Dr. Adrian Peterson and produced in the studios of WRMI Shortwave in Okeechobee, Florida. I'm Jeff White. This is edition NWS 644 for release on Sunday, June 27, 2021. On WaveScan today, the original Radio Saigon. CFVP back on the air from Calgary, and our Australian DX report. In our program three weeks back, we presented the story of the two shortwave stations that identified on air as Radio Malaya, Singapore, back during World War II. The real Radio Malaya Singapore was located on Singapore Island, and the pretend Radio Malaya Singapore was located in Batavia, Jakarta, on the island of Java, in what is now the islandic nation of Indonesia. But there's more to the story, as Ray Robinson tells us now.
1: Thanks, Jeff. There was another pair of shortwave stations with a somewhat similar story back during that same historic era, the Asia-Pacific War in the middle of the last century. For a short period of time, special programming from Radio Saigon in French Indochina, South Vietnam, pretended to be the same Radio Batavia on the same island of Java in what is now the same islandic nation of Indonesia. This is the story, and we go way back to the beginning. In the summer of the year 1928, Mr Joseph de la Pomeria, representing the newly organised indo radio company in Saigon, approached the director of the French Radio Electric Society in Hausmann Boulevard in Paris with a request to buy a 12 kilowatt shortwave transmitter for installation in Saigon. During the following year, 1929, the Saigon Company purchased a block of land at Chihua, an outer suburban area four miles from the centre of Saigon, upon which they constructed a new shortwave radio broadcasting station. Two radio engineers from Paris flew out to Saigon to install the new shortwave radio equipment, and the company contracted with seven professional musicians to produce the radio programming. On July 18th of the next year, 1930, the new shortwave radio broadcasting station was officially inaugurated with the participation of the provincial governor, Mr Pasquier. At the time, there were only 108 radio receivers, officially, in the whole of the territory, French Indochina. This new radio station was licensed with a call sign that appeared to identify an amateur radio station, F3ICD. The production studios were located at 106 Chana Boulevard in Saigon And the twelve kilowatt transmitter at Chihua operated on forty nine point o five meters six one one six kilohertz. Subsequently, they also used twenty five point four six meters eleven seven eight five kilohertz. On the occasions when the new radio Saigon, the voice of France in the far east, wished to be heard in France itself. They took out a relay via the commercial point-to-point communication station FZS in Saigon with 9 kilowatts on 25.02 meters 11990 kHz. Less than 2 years after their official inauguration, Radio Saigon was closed due to lack of operating funds. The station was closed on April the 30th, 1932, which resulted in a burst of protest with letters from listeners in many different countries around the world. Funding was requested from Paris, but nothing ever came. Four years later, Radio Saigon made a short series of experimental test transmissions on 9520 kilohertz, with the intent of reopening the station. But even then, no funding became available. However, in 1938, with world tensions bristling in many areas as they were, the provincial government in Saigon and the home government in Paris entered into discussion about the reopening of the radio station, Radio Saigon. In January 1939, the radio equipment at Chihua was renovated, removed, and reinstalled at a new location at Phai Tho, also in outer suburban Saigon. Temporary studios were installed at the Radio Electric Centre in Saigon and again radio engineers from Paris flew out to render technical assistance. The first test broadcasts from this new and revived Radio Saigon were noted in Australia on March 18, 1939, on the same channel as before, 6116 kilohertz in the 49 meter band. The revived station was officially inaugurated on April 1, 1939. However, because the electronic equipment was old and renovated, there were frequent breakdowns. In addition, they had very few music recordings. However, in spite of all of these primitive problems, the listener mail response from around the globe was most remarkable. With the onset of war on the European mainland at the beginning of September 1939, the provincial government in French Indochina took over the operation of Radio Saigon. In November 1939, The signal from Radio Saigon, with its programming on the twin channels of 6116 and 11780 kHz in parallel, was described in Australia as very strong. In December 1939, Radio Saigon conducted a series of test transmissions on both 6116 and 11780 kHz in parallel, with programming beamed towards the United States. The interesting test message was presented by a woman announcer in English as follows. This is a special
2: broadcast for the United States. We do not expect that many listeners in that country will hear this transmission, but we would appreciate reception reports to be addressed to Radio Saigon. In June
1: 1940, with the armistice between Germany and France, Radio Saigon, as the voice of France in the Far East, assumed a new importance. Additional new equipment that was already on the way from France was incorporated into the older equipment already in use at the Faito Transmitter Station, and a much better signal was then heard further afield from Radio Saigon. In September 1940, Japanese armed forces arrived in Saigon, and they took over the administration of Radio Saigon, though they permitted the regular staff to continue in service at the station. Two years later, in 1942, Radio Saigon was on the air for a special series of broadcasts aimed at the Dutch colonies in what is now Indonesia. The noted American radio historian Jerome Berg has compiled and written four memorable volumes on the entire history of shortwave broadcasting and listening, all of which are filled with interesting and important radio information. In the volume entitled The Early Shortwave Stations, he mentions the Radio Saigon saga. We quote... For about a week in early March, at Japan's direction, Radio Saigon pretending to be Radio Bundong in Java and using the latter's frequency of 10260 kHz broadcast propaganda programs in Dutch and Malay, the language of Dutch East Indies, which were coordinated with Japanese troop movements around Bundong. The Battle of Java ended with the surrender of Dutch troops at bundong on March 8, 1942. During that short era of time in March 1942, Radio Saigon in South Vietnam was noted on several additional shortwave channels, all of which seemed to be mimicking the usage of NIROM, the Dutch abbreviation for the Dutch East Indies Radio Broadcasting Corporation, Radio Bandong on the island of Java. These channels were 10220, 10230, 10260 and 10420 kHz and we'll continue the story of Radio Saigon next week. Back to you, Jeff. Thank you
0: very much. Ray Robinson at KVOH in Los Angeles. Well, an interesting radio event has just occurred in Canada, and that is the revival of the low-power shortwave station CFVP. This is a positive development in an era when there are lots of negative events, both in the international radio arena as well as in society itself. And I want to read a bit now from a guest post in SWLing Post, Dan Robinson. Uh, he is a formerly of the Voice of America, a very well-known uh, DXer in North America. And he says, it is rare, no super rare, that we get any good news these days about shortwave broadcasting. Remember the excitement a few years ago when Guinea returned to shortwave? Then Nigeria returned, but has now become worryingly intermittent. Well, today, June 19th, a station returned to shortwave, one that was absent for some time. CFVP, the low-power relay of 1060 AM in Calgary, Alberta, returned to 6030 kHz with the help of amateur radio operators. The station had been off the air through 2019. The last time it was reported was in late 2018, when it was relaying CKMX 1060 AM in Calgary. According to a note posted on the World of Radio Group, two engineers from Bell Media, Dale and Jerry, who were also hams, VA6AD and V6QCT respectively, rebuilt the transmitter, partially with ham radio parts, and repaired the connection to the antenna with a temporary matching network. The temporary matching network means that not all the 100 watts are going into the antenna. According to Harold Sellers, who's acting as EQSL manager, For the reactivated shortwave station, CFVP 6030 was back on the air as of 0900 hours local time on June 19th, though Dan says I was unable to hear it until later that day. Best reception was via SDR sites in southern Alberta, northern Montana, Idaho, and up in Edmonton, Alberta. Programming consisted of straight comedy routines from Funny 1060 AM, the Calgary station that carries old recordings of stand-up comedians, with local IDs and ads mixed in every few minutes.
1: With your Funny AM 1060 traffic, this is Pauline Higgins. DKMX AM Calgary, the best stand-up comedy 24-7. Funny 1060 AM at iHeart Radio Station. Now it's Carmen Lynch. Do you guys have
2: any, does anyone have children?
0: Earlier this year, in March, DXer Don Moman reported the following, which proved to be true. Don said they had a transmitter problem, which has been fixed, but they've also identified an antenna issue. The problem was troubleshooting and testing the antenna and matching network in the point-blank presence of a 50-kilowatt AM transmitter. Testing and repair on CFVP radiator will be done when the 50-kilowatt signal can be powered down or off ...to enable more accurate testing. Bell will not power down or shut down during ratings periods, which are long and frequent. Having said that, repair will likely happen with the above taken into consideration, as well as warm weather. Best guess before next winter at the latest, this spring the earliest. Well, in August, Harold Sellers reported that the ground at the base of the shortwave tower was underwater... ...and that grounding rods and ground wire needed replacement, and later the tower grounding had been replaced and fixed. The transmitter also had issues, but was repaired and back out at the site. And uh, Dan Robinson said, I sent a reception report quickly to the email address provided by Harold Sellers, and I was pleased to receive back an EQSL, which Harold said was the second one sent out to those who heard the station on its reactivation day of June 19th, 2021. And there's a copy of that uh, EQSL here. Uh, which says um, your reception report of our station CFVP on 6030 kHz shortwave is verified. It also mentions the CKMX 1060 uh, 50,000-watt station, which uh, CFVP is relaying. Uh, And uh, it says congratulations, Harold Sellers, Ontario DX Association QSL manager for CKMX 1060 and CFVP 6030 kHz. Dan Robinson says, Those of us who began our listening in the 1960s, and some much earlier than that, remember the great days when Canada had a number of regional stations on shortwave. QSLs from some of those, including a 1983 QSL from CFVP Calgary, are attached. And I'm looking at them here. There's a a QSL from CBC St. John's, uh, Radio Canada station. CFCN in Calgary, there is a QSL from CHNX on 6130 kHz. This is from 1971. It was on the air 24 hours a day and uh, relaying a CHNS, 960 AM. Uh, Halifax, Nova Scotia is the location for that. Also, Sydney, Nova Scotia, CJCB. There's a QSL here from Dan for September 1971. Uh, CJCB was being relayed on shortwave by CJCX on the frequency of 6010 kHz. Their uh, AM frequency is, or was, probably still is, 1270 kHz. And it says serving Cape Breton, eastern Nova Scotia, and southwest Newfoundland. So thanks to Dan Robinson for that information. Uh, Adrian Peterson forwards us some reports here of the uh, reactivation of uh, CFVP on 6030 from Calgary, Alberta and there are reports uh, in from DX Explorer from Mickey Delmage in Sherwood Park, Alberta who said CFVP 6030 is booming into Sherwood Park at 2125 UTC. I'm just wondering if there's been a power increase. It was just barely audible an hour ago. Then we have a report from uh, Uh, Guy Atkins, these are uh, from uh, June 19th, says 6030 is faintly audible here at 1700 UTC in western Washington State. Programming prior to 1700 sounded like a comedy show with laughter. Guy Atkins in Puyallup, uh, Washington. And Harold Sellers himself in Vernon, British Columbia, sends uh, a report of CFVP and other stations he's been hearing there in British Columbia All loggings were made on June 19th. 6030 kilohertz uh, CFVP from Calgary, Canada. First day back on the air. Funny 1060 AM at 1908 UTC with a comedy show. 1910 and ID mentioning their frequency of 1060 AM. And at 1930, a mention of Bell Media, the owner of the station, and 1060 AM. Port Affair Reception in British Columbia. Other stations heard by Herald on June 19th, 11725 Kilohertz, Radio New Zealand Pacific, Rangitaiki at 1712 UTC. That's a Saturday only broadcast with a phone interview concerning the coronavirus. Fair reception. 11745 Saudi Arabia, Al Azam Radio in Jeddah at 1914 UTC in Arabic with a pop song and into a telephone interview done by a woman host it targets yemen that station does fair reception 9845 kilohertz madagascar world christian broadcasting from hajanga at 1954 utc with a russian broadcast pop oldie song at 1955 closing announcements including the website and familiar theme music fair reception 11880 kHz, also a Madagascar, but Adventist World Radio from Talata Valonondri at 1957 UTC, a man preaching in Arabic into an instrumental music and off the air at 1959 UTC. Good reception. 13710, oh, back to World Christian Broadcasting in Madagascar, heard at 2002, zero, zero, two, 2002 UTC with a man and a woman in Arabic. And at 2005, into a Christian program, good reception. 9705 kilohertz, Vatican Radio, from Santa Maria de Galleria. At 2013 UTC, a man talking about refugees. 2017 ID for the African News Panorama. And the same man continued. Fair reception. 1180 kilohertz, 11880. Austria, Adventist World Radio's relay from Musbrunn, Austria. Came on the air at 2030 UTC, beginning a French program with IDs and brief music. Poor reception. 15185 kilohertz, Voice of America from Greenville, North Carolina, at 2034 UTC in French to Africa. This is a 2030 to 2100 UTC broadcast, which is on Saturday and Sunday only. They had an English language lesson. Fair reception. And that is one of the few uh, transmissions, by the way, of the Voice of America from Greenville, North Carolina. Most of the broadcasts from there are of Radio Marti. 11790 kHz, France. Adventist World Radio from the relay in Issoudun, France, at 2048 UTC in Yoruba, with a man preaching. Poor reception. And finally, 13.650 kHz, Radio Romania International, from Tiganesti, at 2052 UTC. A woman with a Romanian news magazine-type program, closing announcements at 2055 UTC, fair reception. All of those on June 19th, made by Harold Sellers in British Columbia, Canada. You're listening to WaveScan from Adventist World Radio. Let's go to Bob Padula now in Melbourne with his Australian DX report for this month.
2: We introduce our broadcast this time with our usual summary of solar activity as provided by the Ionospheric Prediction Service Department of Space Services in Sydney, New South Wales here in Australia. Department advises that sunspot activity continues to be very low and there's only one sunspot currently visible on the earth facing side of the Sun in one region the 10.7 cm solar radio flux has fallen to 75 that's 75 and the daily smooth sunspot number has dropped to 13 that's one three. and those figures indicate that propagation on the higher frequencies on darkness or semi-darkness paths in the immediate future on frequencies above about 9 megahertz will continue to be unreliable some information now from our technical monitors in Eastern Europe some good signals there during the European daytime period starting with China the People's Broadcasting Station Xinjiang Holy Tibet in English on 9580 that's at Lhasa audible 0700 to 0800 to East Asia one hundred kilowatts and the antenna two nine zero degrees. Very good signals noted in Eastern Europe of Radio Havana Cuba on six thousand six zero zero zero. Eleven hundred to fourteen hundred to North and Central America in Spanish with two hundred and fifty kilowatts and non directional. Reception of Manara Radio International, a broken station using the Isidon, France transmitting station on 15285, heard 1600 to 1700, to West Africa in Hausa, 250 kilowatts and 170 degrees. Also, another brokered station from Isidon is Domitsky Veto Yaki, that's broadcasting from the USA on 11760. 1630 to 1700, that's to East Africa in Tigrinya on Tigrinya on Wednesdays and Saturdays. The voice of the Oromo Liberation from Nauen in Germany, the railway station there, on 15420. 1700 to 1800 in the Oromo language on Wednesdays. 100 kilowatt cent, 144 degrees. The Living Water Ministry, a program of Bible, Bible Voice Broadcasting, heard from KTWR relay there from Agana in Guam on 7515, from 1515 to 1615, in Korean to Northeast Asia with 200 kilowatts and 320 degrees antenna. India, All India Radio, External Service and English on 17710 Heard in Europe, 0838 to 0845 to Western Asia, 500 kilowatts and 300 degrees antenna And NHK World, J- World Japan Network, Radio Japan in other words on 13610 Heard from the Yamata transmitting site 1430 to 1500 to Southeast Asia in Burmese. transmitter there is 300 kilowatts and the antenna is 235 degrees. And Transworld Radio India broadcasting from the Gregoria Pole railway station in Moldova heard in Kazakh on 11805 1545 to 1600 to Central Asia. And transmitter there is 300 kilowatts and the antenna 075 degrees. Taiwan, National Unity Radio, also known as Radio 3 Cosin, on 9475, heard by the Tan Shui, transmitting station in Taiwan, 1200 to 1458 on 9475 in Korean, to Northeast Asia, and change to the 300 kilowatts and the antenna 352 degrees And the reception of WEWN Radio Catholic the Isle in Spanish In the USA heard on 12050 1351 to 1400 And change to the power there 100 kilowatts and the antenna 155 degrees Just a reminder that full detail ADXR QSL cards Are available By contacting This address The URL is simply ADXR.org I guess it once again ADXR.org So until our next Program This is Bob In Melbourne Victoria Australia Wishing you all good listening And thanks for being with us
0: Thank you very much, Bob Padula. And we have uh, a couple of reception reports I want to mention of uh, this program, WaveScan, and they are interestingly both of uh, hearing the Philippine DX report on WaveScan. Uh, This report's from June 13th at 0253 UTC on 7780 kilohertz from Okeechobee. Report is from Alex Mayadel in Minsk, Belarus. Then we have uh, Zach Alvarez, regular listener in the Philippines itself, and he heard the Philippine DX report from Henry Umatai. Signal reception was excellent, strength and slight noise. Uh, this is on 12.040 kHz from Agat Guam, the AWR station in Agat Guam, KSDA monitored also on June 18th, uh, June 13th rather, uh, June 14th in the Philippines. Reception was uh, Senpo 55455. And uh, Zach is in Das Marinas, Cavite, in the Philippines. He says, I'm very happy to listen to AWR scan every Monday morning in the Philippines. God bless to all. Thanks very much for listening to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio. Researched and written in Indianapolis by Adrian Peterson. Next week, we'll have more about Radio Saigon and our Japan DX report. Several QSL cards are available for the program. Send your AWR and KSDA reception reports for WaveScan to the AWR address in Bangkok, Thailand. Stay tuned for that. And also to the station your radio is tuned to, WRMI or WWCR or KVOH or Voice of Hope Africa or to IRRS Italy or to the AWR relay stations that carry wave scan. Remember, too, you can send a reception report to the DX reporters when their segment is on the air. Here in the program, they will also verify with their own colorful QSL card. Return postage and an address label are always appreciated. The email address for AWRQSL's is qsl at awr.org. The postal address for AWRQSL's is Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakanong, that's P-R-A-K-A-N-O-N-G, Bangkok 10110, Thailand. Again, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 234, Prakanong, Bangkok, 10110, Thailand. And the email address for other correspondence to Wavescan, not reception reports, is wavescan at awr.org. I'm Jeff White at WRMI Shortwave in Okeechobee, Florida. Till next week, good listening, everyone.